Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Hey there, I hope that you've enjoyed your first half of your study of the book of John and the glory that is portrayed, the Lord's glory from the Gospel of John which begins with, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The thesis of the book of John is Jesus is God. Declared in chapter 1 in a multiplicity of ways, we find in John chapter 1 that Jesus is declared to be the Son of God. We see in verse 1 his eternality. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. We see in verse 3 that he is the Creator along with the Father and the first cause of all that we know in our lives today all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made we see that he is the light and the source of all light both physical light and spiritual light we see that in verses 4 and 9 in him was life and the life was the light of men Verse 9, that was the true light, which lights every man that comes into the world. He's the owner of all things, including humanity. Verse 11, he came into his own things, and his own, or they that were his own, received him not. Do you realize that those Jews who rejected Christ during his lifetime were owned by him? and yet they chose to reject him. He is the all-authoritative one, verse 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he the right to become the sons of God, or the power to become the sons of God, even to those who believe on his name. We just have a declaration in chapter 1 of John that Jesus is God. And then in the ensuing chapters, all the way to the end of the book, we have the demonstration that he's the Son of God, the proof, the evidence set forth. So we have a thesis in chapter 1, and then John goes on to prove his thesis by recording these great signs of Jesus that we're studying that were clearly to demonstrate his deity and his glory to manifest his glory, as we're going to find even stated beside one or two of those signs as we study through. I want us to notice verse 14, and I know I'm spending a lot of time in John chapter 1, but there's a reason for that, and that is because it contains the summation of what the entire book is about. In John chapter 1 verse 14, the word then was made flesh and dwelt among us, And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. What are the two attributes here of the glory of Christ? Grace and truth. It's important to understand that 
if we are going to receive his glory, if we are going to have life, he is the author of life, chapter 1 and verse 4, if we are to have that life, then we have to accept those two components, his grace Oh my, what a manifestation of grace that the owner, the creator, the all-authoritative one, the eternal one, the one who is the source of all life and light decided to become flesh, one of the pitiful creation. He decided to do that and to dwell among those that he created and owned that's his grace he did that so that we could have life but the other component that we have to accept of his glory is truth it's grace and truth and those two things in our new testaments are inseparable so many times in the religious world today we find this emphasis on grace void of the importance of authoritative truth. Can we know truth? Yes. Has truth been expressed to us in the New Testament? Yes. Does truth demand something of us? Yes. And is truth always coupled with His grace? Yes. I love verse 14. The Word, that owner, creator, authoritative light became flesh. He shed his riches of heaven. He put off his throne, his royalty for a temporary time, even though he was God and man, and dwelt in the flesh among men. That's grace. But in that lifetime, he gave us truth. And those two things are completely inseparable. So, what we receive when we receive His glory is both grace and truth. So, we have in chapter 1 the declaration that Jesus is God. In the rest of the book, we have the demonstration that He is God. And in chapter 20, verse 31, which is also key to the conclusion of the book, it's as if He's concluding the book in chapter 20, verse 31, he says this, many other signs, verse 30, did Jesus in the presence of the disciples, he's winding up the miracles here, which are not written in this book. But these are written for a reason. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. We're going all the way back to chapter 1 here and saying, these signs have been written so that you might believe the declaration you might believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that believing, you might have life through His name, through His authority, through His power. So there's a declaration in chapter 1. In the other chapters of John, there's this demonstration, this proof, and he concludes it by calling for a decision. In order to accept His grace, we must accept His truth. We must believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. And then believing, we get to be partakers in His light and in His life. 
Declaration chapter 1, demonstration, the rest of the book, and chapter 20, verses 30 and 31, decision time. I love John. I love the fact that he presents it almost as a scientific theory. He presents his thesis, then he goes about to prove it. And then he says, because I've proven it, do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? And do you accept that truth which offers to you the grace of Jesus Christ, the salvation that comes through His authority, through His name? Chapter 20, verse 31. I hope you're having a great study. I'm looking forward to the rest of the book of John. I'm presenting this um, that I've thought about a lot today on the podcast, the video podcast, but I think it's so important to an understanding of the book of John, just to wrap our minds around the thesis of the book and then those demonstrations. That's why it's full of miracles. I think it's so important that I wanted to just say this, and although it's nothing new, and I know it's obvious to you, and of course it's it's um, nothing that, that I could discover about the book of John, but it helps me to remember there's a declaration, there's a demonstration, and then there's a decision called for at the end of the book. These are written that you might believe, and that believing you might have life through His name. Boy, I want to cling to that life because it doesn't have to do with whether there's a COVID-19 going on in our world. It doesn't have to do with the calamities that might befall us as they have this spring, but this is eternal life. And this means that no matter what occurs to us here, it's small potatoes compared to what we are, the life that we're looking forward to in heaven around the throne of God. Have a great day, and I'm looking forward to the podcast with you. For me, it's just a few minutes away. Have a good day. Have a good study of John, and believe in Jesus Christ so that you may have life through his name. Study those evidences, study those proofs, and if I can help you, let me know. Have a great one.